Previously on the Division Three's Finest Podcast. Taysom Hill, I'm telling you guys right now, will be a great NFL quarterback if he steps in in New Orleans. Next Peyton Manning, Taysom Hill. What? No. Well, I understand you've moved on to the uh, personal training game. Uh, so, like, what are the best kind of steroids that I could get? That's a good question, man. <laughs> uh, you took Sprite Cranberry you took, over. You took Mr. Pib over Dr. Pepper. I'd rather drink my own piss than cranberries. <laughs> <laughs> I don't fear the mellow ball at all, and then, uh, like, those guys, they're always, they're like, they're half asleep all the time. I think what Shub yeah. is I try and ask is, do you, do you not have dragons? Yeah, and they I feel like really good. I, I know. <laughs> this is this is the most energetic I've seen you all day, honestly. So, Maya, what do you do now? Yeah, I, I work Jacob. Uh, I'm a professional now, big uh, professional guy. Episode 82 of the Division 3's Finest Podcast, coming up next. What's up, guys? Episode 82 of the Division 3's Finest Podcast. How's everyone doing? Awesome, man. I just want to get out in front of this and just say I'm just blessed to have the whole crew back together. Ben, yes, obviously, great while. time with you last week. Right, as um, always. But I can't, you know, so thankful that Shub found time for us in his busy schedule to, to hop back on the pod. Yeah, you know, I'm glad to be back. Uh, for anyone who, you know, d- didn't know, I was on vacation last week. I was try- I had my stuff. I was trying to find a way to, you know, get the pod in. Uh, but ultimately, uh, I didn't Obviously, wanna, didn't try hard enough. I didn't want to hold you guys back and, you know, ruin... Like pushback time. Oh anything, yeah, so. dude. Thanks, Shubert. I just uh, I just did the simple thing of just taking one for the team and just you know not being able to show up. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Left a, left a shorthanded for us. I mean, I felt awful because I you know I missed the show. I mean, I still oh. feel bad about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm sure he's so bad. Had a guilt trip. So I mean, but hey, I'm glad to be <laughs> glad to be back. Uh, Look at him. You guys can't even see it, bro. But I promise, Shub is over here looking at me and Ben with like puppy dog eyes. Like he's really trying to sell this. <laughs> Like, how, it's not just for the pod, but, like, he's, I think he's trying to apologize to us. How late would we have to push this back, though? So, like, Gil, this happened uh, the night before. So it was, like, 12 the night before the podcast or something. So I knew you were sleeping, and she was usually up late. So I texted him, like, yo, can you do, like, a quick – I want to test out Zoom because it's our first time testing out Zoom, like, how it works. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, yeah, I could, I could probably do, like, 1230 or something. I was like, I'm probably sleeping soon, but, you know, I'll stay up till 1230, fine. Stay up to twelve thirty. He's like, oh, no, let's oh, do convenient. one. Let's do one for the test. And I stay up to one. He's like, you know, actually, I can't do it tonight. So I was like, what the fuck? Like, oh, if we did goodness. the podcast, so, so we'll, we'll bleep out that. Was, clip, by the way, yeah, okay. I learned. We'll I learned how, okay, I learned how to play euchre on this trip. <laughs> okay, so when you're playing cards with Ben Texton, I just can't be like, hey, I'm, I need to test Zoom. I got you. So, I, I mean, I guess, but then you should have just said that at the then, beginning. And then. After we got finished playing cards at twelve thirty, we all went down to the beach at twelve thirty. And then I, and then I had forgot. Yeah, I told Ben I was testing at one o'clock until about twelve fifty and I was still on the beach. So Yeah, it's yes, a tough look. I apologize for that. Tough look. Yeah, well oh well. I guess these things happen. We should have seen it coming. Yeah, it's it's Schubert. Oh, by the way, we didn't mention uh, Jacob Schubert is also a coach, and he's also our friend, so I wanted to get ahead oh, of yeah, that so as well. yell at us. As, yeah. our, as our intro, because Schubert, yeah, gets a little salty when we don't mention that. I'll get a little upset. 
All right, so I think we're ready for our podcast preview. Uh, this is your first time listening to the show. Essentially, we'll be doing you know, a brief five-minute recap slash preview of the upcoming interview. If you want to skip this section, feel free for sure. Just make sure to utilize those time codes in the description so you can easily find whatever you're looking for in the interview. You know, We say this every week, but we really do appreciate you guys and want to provide you guys the best listening experience possible. So, you know, if you think this section isn't working for you, for us, you know, at D3's Finance Pod on Twitter, we will take any feedback at any time, DMs, public comments, you name it. You know, we want to be at our very best. So, you know, definitely. I might, I might talk a little because you hurt my feelings, but I'll still, I'll still listen to you. Yeah, we'll, we'll bleep out that shit too. But and that, that one as well. Right. <laughs> but uh, go. <laughs> Actually, you shouldn't. That'd be hilarious. <laughs> back to the preview shoot. Like I said, my friend, our podcast recurring guest, since you missed you know, last week, you might be a little rusty. So we need to get your rhythm back and timing. Do you want to start us off with some of your thoughts on CJ's interview? Yeah, man. Uh, first off, thank you for telling me that I'm your friend, you know, recurring guest, uh, a coach. Um, second coach. off, uh, he is a coach. Yeah. Second off, thank you for giving me the opportunity to give my thoughts first. Um, and third, Obviously, you know, we had a great interview with CJ. Really enjoyable to talk to. I had a, you know, I had a great time talking to CJ. Uh, I really enjoyed talking about the GOAT conversation with him. About okay. LeBron or MJ. That was yeah. fun. He almost didn't give it to us. Yeah, he thought it was too know, obvious. Yeah. yeah. He almost didn't. But, you know, I think, you know, as, us young guys, we know, we know who the GOAT is. And, you know, the old people don't know who the GOAT is. And that's okay. It happens. But then also, I just like to hear CJ's story. And, you know, we'll get into it, you know, in the interview. But it's a great mm-hmm. story, for sure. Um, yeah, just kind of on that note. Um, I mean, I talk about it in the interview, but just kind of his like attitude towards things. I mean, Ben really nailed it on the head. Um, I guess if you guys aren't familiar, you know, with CJ, you just wouldn't expect his uh, kind of outlook, or at least I wouldn't, to be maybe you know at the the way that it was. So I just thought that was super impressive and, and hit the way he's got his priorities, the way he's got his priorities set up. Uh, it kind of makes sense why he's been able to hang around for as long as he has, I think. So the two go hand in hand. I mean, like Shoop said, great guy. Uh, I'm just really excited for everyone to kind of get to listen to him talk, honestly. For sure. And just a little insight into the interview. So Shub Shub didn't get to ask as many questions as originally planned. <laughs> So it's funny. I thought you were gonna mention that for sure. She even gave a shit for. Her. I didn't know. Yeah. So basically, what happened is she was supposed to have a question or two more, but CJ in his intro talked a little. He gave more context on his background than we thought. We thought we were gonna be able to ask him about some of his stories, and he gave us the stories right away, which was great. But um, you know, obviously, it took away from Shu being able to yeah. ask his question. So yeah, I apologize for that tube. You know, obviously sucks, but I'm glad you're still able. To it was know. a it was a load management thing coming back though. It was like a, yeah, you can't minutes restriction. Yeah, we're not gonna put you out there for 48. You know, <laughs> off a, off an off week. You know, you gotta really work back into it. Yeah, no, I respect that. Right, you're we'll like for you. You're like Jordan that second year when you know they only had him on like a 15 minute. <laughs> yeah, I just, to, I just gotta start lifting. That's yeah. all it is. Anyone who watched the last dance, you know, saw that scene. Unlike tube, so yeah, yeah. But um, back to some of my thoughts on the, the interview. Yeah, Gil, I mean, you mentioned, obviously, super positive guy. And, you know, if you just look at his Wikipedia page and research some of his background, you would think, you know, there's lots of ups and downs, lots of high moments, lots of, you know, not as high moments. But, you know, it didn't seem like his mentality was like that at all. He's just, you know, super positive, super optimistic. We asked him about maybe a downtime, thinking that, you know, we'd get some kind of story, some, you know, being down and then, you know, yeah. overcoming that adversity, you know, it was just 
Super positive I think he even, time, so. Well, he even said once, like, I'm not, like, he's like, it's not going to be the answer you want. Not that we right. were particularly digging for any type of answer, but, I mean, you'll hear the way the question was asked, and it's, it was because just looking at this Wikipedia and hearing his story, you know, you just kind of think it would be this certain way. And yeah. so even our questions were set up, like, he even kind of called it out. He's like, it's not going to be what you think. And right. So and you guys will hear it. It's it's uh, it's pretty cool. Yeah, definitely. And I thought we had some really good rapid fire questions as well. Some good insight on a lot of different teams into the Super Bowl run, the Falcons. Some good insight on different Steelers mm-hmm. as well. Friends of the program, shout out. Yeah, and, sure. Yeah, sure. But yeah, I'm definitely excited for you guys to listen to this one. Huge shout out to Bethany College as well because you know, mm-hmm. obviously CJ came from Kinda, that area. And, oh yeah. yeah, common bonds. All right, you guys got anything else? No, man. No, I think that was it. Um, so I think that's uh, I think that's all we got for our episode preview. I hope you guys enjoy our interview with Dallas Cowboys cornerback C.J. Goodwin. Benjamin, please cue the air horn. A few moments later. Now join us on the podcast. This is his first appearance on the show. He's actually a former Bethany Bison. Huge shout out, friends of the program. He played basketball at Bethany College for two years before transferring and eventually pursuing football. And now he's a cornerback and plays special teams for the Dallas Cowboys. Also, probably a third or fourth guest of all time that has a Wikipedia page. So that's pretty a big time as well. CJ Goodwin, pumped to have you on the podcast. First question, how's quarantine life treating you? And, you know, when can we get Jerry Jones on the podcast? Uh, <laughs> so I'm going to answer the first part of it. Um, quarantine's not too bad right now, man. I, I'm blessed to have uh, a good infrastructure around me to where I can work out, have builds and all that to, to train at. I'm here with my family in Woodland, West Virginia, not too far from Bethany. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, the hometown's treating me pretty well. And the second part of that question is, Jerry Jones, you got to reach out, man. You never know. Okay. You don't know what can happen, man. He's we'll a real good dude. So, we'll okay. take that shot. You'll vouch for us, though, right? You'll, you'll put yeah, on a yeah, good yeah, word. You no, know, right, yeah, cool. I got you guys. For man. sure. Sounds good. Life. All about connections. Yeah. Um, all right, so we'll just get started. First, uh, big-time journalism question. So, you know, we told our, our podcast name, Division Three is Finest. So, that just kind of comes from – you know, us being former, very elite, obviously, um, you know, emphasis on elite Division three athletes, um, <laughs> decided to take our talents to the podcast game. But, um, you know, in general, for most D3 guys, it wasn't about, you know, going pro. It wasn't really a thought. Uh, more focused on just, you know, love of the game, playing with our teammates and trying to beat W&J, which you know about. Oh, um, goodness. So <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so obviously you're not quite like most D3 athletes, um, you know, according to our quick research we did, obviously. Um, most D3 basketball players don't end up in the NFL. We'll check it, but uh, that's where you're at now, getting paid by Jerry Jones to play professional football. Well, we can't even get paid to podcast. Um, <laughs> but just real quick, kind of give us a little bit about you, kind of what, you know, drives you along and kind of your background time at Bethany. All right. So I'm going to give you a, a quick story on, well, my quick story. So I went to Lindsley School in Willing, West Virginia, um, played basketball there, uh, played football my senior year just because I never thought I'd play it again. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> so, yeah, I'm, I was a pretty good basketball player, you know, uh, right. all by first team, all volley. I was uh, arguably the best player out of the volley that year. And um, I got some recognition from some bigger schools, but no one wanted to give me a scholarship. Mm-hmm. So um, I remember this like it was yesterday. My, I don't know how long we got, but this really struck a chord with me. I remember going into my guidance counselor's office and saying, um, what about Bethany? She was like, man, you're, I don't think you're smart enough to get into Bethany. Mm-hmm. 
because uh, you know, baby, you got to be pretty. You got to be pretty. Because yeah. I mean, she said that. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's... I, don't, I don't know. I don't know if you're, you're. She said, I don't know if your grades are good enough to get in Bethany. Okay. I'm like, yeah, but I, I play a sport. She was like, well, they don't offer uh, athletic scholarships. I was like, well, I mean, they, you know, anything can happen. And plus, yeah. I went to a private school, so my grades hold, hold weight differently than you know sure. public school weight. Right. So um, I end up getting a academic scholarship. I don't. I mean, I probably shouldn't say that too loud on this podcast. But yeah, they gave me an <laughs> academic scholarship. You go to uh, Bethany. Um, I thought I was only going to be there for a year, play, and then transfer to a bigger school. Okay. But I got there and actually quit the basketball team my first year. Uh, there was a lot going on. My um, my academics came first. I ended up having like a like a three two up there my my first year. One, once I quit the basketball team, sure. you know. Uh, college sports are way different than high school sports. Yeah. So uh, I stayed there for another year and tried to get back on the basketball team as a new coach. He hated me. He told he told me straight up that uh, hmm. uh, you quit on the dude last year, so you go on a short leash with me this year. Yeah. Verbatim. Yeah. Sure. And I was like, well, okay, I know I'm not going to be on this team. So yeah. I left after that year, went to Fairmont State, was a regular student for two years because, you know, all our credits didn't transfer. Uh, yeah, yeah. a liberal arts school to right. a, like a public school yeah yeah you really did go to bethany <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah went down there uh was playing intramural basketball um the on a with the football players uh, you know once you're an athlete down there yeah all the athletes know you so mm-hmm. i was playing intramural basketball with the football players uh the dude threw me a oop it's actually playing against the football coaches and I dunked on the head coach. He was like, yeah, man. <laughs> he was like, yeah, we got practice tomorrow. Be there. I'm like, what? I'm not playing football. I weigh 170 pounds soaking wet. He's like, yeah, man, we expect you to be there, man. You look like a good corner. I'm like, okay. So I went out for a corner uh, doing spring ball. I was backpedaling. And uh, they were like, nah, you can't backpedal, man. Go over there and play receiver. All right, cool. I played receiver in a spring game. I uh, did pretty well. I ended up playing receiver that year. Ended up starting. I think by week five, I was a starter. And then by the end of the season, I was the best receiver we had down there. So, there I mean, it, it, it kind of got lucky, man. Sure, <laughs> it happens fast, too. Yeah, sure. yeah, graduated, transferred to Cal U, didn't play too much. Um, but I, I ran a 4-2-8. So that kind of opened some eyes at the pro day. Yeah, yeah. that'll do it. It didn't hurt. It didn't hurt. Yeah, it didn't help as much as I thought it was, but it didn't hurt. Shub so, um, used to run that. That's how he almost got to the league. That's, that's, that's what happened. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I run it anymore. I actually just turned 30, but uh, we're not going to say that too loud either. I can, I can <laughs> yeah. run a little bit. Yeah, so I um, ended up uh, getting a call from the Steelers for a workout. My my mentor, um, Mel Blunt, uh, I used to work for him. I actually used to go to Bethany on the weekdays to go up there to work for him on his farm every mm-hmm. weekend. And um, I just kept a good rapport with them. I mean, no, we, I didn't know I was going to play football. But, yeah, he's a good dude. He made a call to the Steelers, gave me a tryout uh, the next week. I mean, I did get a tryout the next week. They signed mm-hmm. me. Somebody got hurt. And I've been in the league. But, now nah, this should be seven years, man. It's been a blessing. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's awesome. And just touching back on that story, what was that conversation like with the coaches after you know, that, that crazy dunk? Are they, like, immediately recruiting you after the game's over in your office? Was it a quick decision? Or did it take, you know, some real convincing to ultimately make that decision? No. It was, like, a snap decision. Well, they heard about me before. Okay. I played all the intramural sports. Right. And yeah, I was right. always one of the better players on the intramurals. But they yeah. didn't think, you know, anything – too deeply they didn't know that i was really like a freak athlete at the time i right. put it in quotes but yeah they didn't know i was just like a freak athlete at, at the time and 
they seen that, they were like, oh, okay, this dude has to, you know what I'm saying? If he's not a football player, we can make him into something. You never right. know. He can sure. jump and get jump balls all day. They'll figure it out. Just yeah, show they'll figure it out on the way, man. It was a blessing, though, because I still talk to those coaches today. But, I mean, none of them are coaching. But they're just, I mean, that, that type of foresight to see something like sure. that, man, that's, a, that's amazing. Uh, so recently we've been doing this with our guests. Um, you know, we talked about we like to keep things a little bit lighter. So I uh, got to keep it a little different. Um, so before we really get into your NFL story, um, we're just going to do some rapid fire questions. I'm just going to, you know, run through some stuff. Give me some quick answers. If you got a good story, you know, obviously, I'm you know, nervous. I'm nervous. Oh, I'm I'm gonna gonna it won't, it won't be anything, it won't be anything <laughs> yeah, crazy. Nothing crazy. Um, so you ready to go? Let's go. All right. What's the weirdest question you've gotten from an NFL team, either in training camp or when you were a free agent? Ooh, the weirdest question I've gotten from a NFL team. Right. Yeah, sure. Uh, has anybody in your family been incarcerated? I was, oh, yeah. wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. But they dig that deep, though. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's yes. nice. So kind of on that note, um, we saw a similar question on the Pat McAfee show. He asked, uh, you know, an NFL prospect the last – he asked him the last question, and the response was that he was asked – he was in the room with his, like, head coach, offensive coordinator, quarterbacks coach, just for example. And they asked him out of those three coaches who – would you want to punch in the face the most? Like, who would you punch in the face? And he had to answer. So kind of, we're on a Zoom call right now. There's three of us. So similar question to you. You have to punch one of the three of us in the face. Who, oh, who the is football it? guy. The oh, football you got guy. It. <laughs> He could take it. Yeah, he could take it. He didn't ask oh, okay. the question yet. Him, for sure. Okay. Okay. So it was like a, so it was like a, he's complimenting you kind of. Yeah. Punched, I'll, accept, I'll accept that. It's a side compliment. That's yeah. <laughs> not the worst thing that can happen. <laughs> um, so it was a bit ago, but what was your favorite thing about going to Bethany College? My favorite thing was Campbell Village, for sure. Oh, um, yeah. hell yeah. Shout yeah. out to CB. Yeah, we, we had, oh, can I tell a quick story? Yeah, definitely. Of course. Of course. Okay, we, had, we got snowed in one weekend, right? And okay. like, we could, nobody could get off the hill. And the mm-hmm. electricity went out. This was 2009, I believe. Electricity went out. And we just had a, like a crazy party in, uh, yeah, in, in Campbell right. Village. It was wild, man. I'll never yeah. forget it. That's all there was to do, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Not much else. So what is one thing NFL players go through, uh, you know, every day that most sports, uh, sports fans don't know about? Oh, it's a, it's a legit job. Um, mm-hmm. uh, today I just I, I worked from 8 to, what, 5, I believe. Yeah, sure. so it's a, it's a real job. I mean, I'm not getting paid for this. So, right. yeah. no, I mean, you know what I'm saying? I'm, it's off-season. I'm not really right. in shape. But, yeah, yeah. but you still yeah, got to be in shape, like, you know, for when it's, it's Yeah, you got to be in shape. I did, I did have meetings today, and we do get paid for those, but it's, you know, it's not much. But, not a game, not yeah. a game check. Yeah. No, it's not a game check. Not, <laughs> yeah, not a game check. <laughs> no, yeah, I got you. Blessing, though. Any check I get, I, I, I love it. Yeah, for ben, sure. ben doesn't pay us for meetings, so you still, you still got that going on. <laughs> Come on, Ben. I'll see what I can do. It's it's a tough world. COVID-19 is hitting us so hard. (laughs) Um, Okay, so here's a good one. Who who would you compare your basketball game to in the NBA right now? Oh, without a doubt, what Russell Westbrook. Okay. Hands down. That's that's me. I was a driver, hard, right, left. Couldn't really shoot, but... Okay. You know what I'm saying I, I get, I'm real fast on, with the with the ball, and I'll dunk on anybody. Gotcha. I can just see get, it. Yeah, get to the I basket whenever. I, gotcha. That's it. That's it. 
So along along the basketball lines, so I need you to fill in the blank here. If you were blank height, you'd be playing in the NBA. Oh, six five. Okay, okay, that's pretty yeah. respectable. Yeah, six, five. I was gonna, I just just go like just uh, seven foot. I think that's just default. Like, oh yeah, I mean, obviously. Yeah. yeah, I was trying yeah, to yeah. be. Yeah, I was that's, trying to be more. Well, that's you know, what I mean. You gave a pretty real. Yeah, I got you. I appreciate <laughs> yeah. that. Give me two more. Give me two more inches. I'd have, I'd have took basketball that much more seriously. I'd have been in the league for sure. Feel that. I stand by that. Stamp that. <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you. Okay. you heard it here. Um, so we did some research and we saw uh, you haven't been on any teams that were featured on Hard Knocks while you were on the team. But just talking to some guys uh, around the league, have you heard any like crazy or funny stories like involving Hard Knocks? I did hear something real funny. I can't remember it though. I'm not even gonna lie to you. I can't. <laughs> somebody told us in the locker room last year about what happened, something happened in Hard Knocks. I can't remember, so I don't want to mess okay. up the story. Uh, but I, like right. I said, I'm glad I've never been on Hard Knocks. That's too much. You do wouldn't you wouldn't like it? Yeah, I, yeah. I know I wouldn't like it. I don't think I would either, but I, I am interested yeah. if, like, some – because I feel like there's got to be some guys out there who, like, appreciate the extra, like, camera time. Like, and man, you know, I could certainly you, see that. But If I, run, up, if I run past somebody who I, who I remember who was on Hard Knocks in, in my locker room, I tell them to reach out to you guys, man. <laughs> sure. I bet they have some they appreciate for that. There you go. Yeah, I oh, appreciate yeah. that for sure. So we're trying to – well, you know, we can't cuss, but we try to stay family-friendly. Shout out <laughs> shout out, friend of the show, Paterni, and his daughter. Uh, but rank these uh, cookout foods. Just rank these uh, one through three. Burgers, hot dogs, and wings. Ooh. So grilled ring, wings, huh? Sure, yeah. How do you like that? I guess. Yeah, let's do, let's do it like that. Let's do a barbecue wings. But, yeah, I'm going to go. Grilled wings, for sure, number one. I'm black. I like chicken. Um, <laughs> no, and uh, burger second. And I don't, I, I don't trust hot dogs. I, I kind of like, I, I felt that coming a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't, I'd I don't probably rank it those dog. three, too. I think that's a good take, for sure. There you go. There yeah. you go. Man, Ben. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there you go. Last one, and then we'll save a couple for the end just to wrap it up. Um, okay. Big basketball guy, obviously, like we've talked about. Um, and with the last dance, you know, wrapping up a few weeks ago, Who's your goat, MJ or LeBron? Oh, easy. Easy. Who do you think I'm going to say? LeBron. I have no idea. Thank you. Okay, I was going to say, yeah. LeBron, come on now. LeBron, 6'9", 260. <laughs> and you guys, yeah, you don't, I don't think against... you have to convince us. Oh, okay. No, but right. give well, us – no, no. You guys but... are young, too. You guys, you guys are younger than right. me. Right, so yeah. Give us, give us okay. your argument. I, I kind of didn't mean to stop you there. I was ready for – Oh, no, the... my bad. I get, I get kind of emotional about this. Like, I, I don't want to do it. But I feel like I know him. Yeah. Like – He's 6'9", 260. Absolutely. Uh, Jordan was playing against a whole bunch of dudes with little shorts on. Come on, man. <laughs> Come on, not man. Gonna stop. You're not going to stop him in little shorts. Come That's on, not man. And, Jordan, and he had the second best player in the league. Like, he was arguably the second best player in the league on his team. Come on, y'all. I got to quit this Spot argument. The line. Spot the line. Thank you. Thank you. There we go. You can't. <laughs> I mean, so the thing about the documentary is like, you know, it's all of MJ's producers. Like, he's giving the go ahead. Like, if he didn't like the doc, like, he wouldn't have put it out. So, like, I, I don't know why people are like trying to take this into account of the goat conversation. Like, he's putting, Absolutely. Yeah, he's making himself look as good as possible. So, like, why should we just, oh, he looks really good in this documentary. He's the goat. Like, that doesn't make any sense. To me. It's his documentary. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. All right, so I'm going to get involved now and ask my first question of the show There we go. 15 uh, so, minutes into the show. I know. <laughs> All right, so, you know, getting back to some more conventional questions, uh, let's skip ahead to post-graduation. Like you mentioned, you had a good year at Fairmont State, your first season, but after transferring again to Cal, Cal U, 
uh, things didn't go as smoothly there. So talk, uh, talk to us about the uncertainty period after graduating and ultimately, you know, how the Steelers opportunity opened up for you. Okay. Um, so I graduated from Vermont State, as you mentioned, and uh, I got a call from an uh, agent friend. He wasn't trying to be my agent, but he was an agent of other NFL players. And he was like, man, do you know you can make money from this? Uh, he was actually trying to get my quarterback from Vermont State. He was like, man, you can make money from this. I was like, no way. He was like, yeah, man, I think you should transfer to the school in Texas called Texas Kingsville. Texas A&M Kingsville. That's what it was. Another D2 school. I can only go D2 because mm-hmm. of transfer. transfer. Oh, gotcha. yeah. Right. So um, I actually got a scholarship opportunity from Miami, Florida, like the yeah, the U. Mm-hmm. The U. But I couldn't, I couldn't go. Yeah. Yeah. That's transfer unfortunate. Rule. So yeah. I ended up following my coach that uh, he got fired from Fairmont State because he wouldn't fire one of his boys, which, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, that, that, that rings, you know what I'm saying, yeah. very loudly yeah. with me because sure. I like that loyalty. So right. I followed him up to him and my other friend. Um, his name was Dewey McDonald. He uh, followed. He was our best player. I followed him up to um, Vermont State. I mean, uh, uh, Kyle Pia. He mm-hmm. ended up starting up there because he was obviously a good player. Yeah. I was. I didn't know it at the time, but I was already behind four other seniors. Mm-hmm. So they, I was just like a basically like a novelty actor, whatever you want to call it. Like, yeah. okay, yeah. we got this other dude who's very fast, but yeah. we're not. We're not going to put him in because all these seniors been there. Right. For, since for, since freshman year. That's tough. Yeah. So, um, no, I, I mean, you know, I, I, it was a miserable time for me just in my in my life. I remember that it was just I was miserable. Like I'm up there yeah. sweating. It's 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 cold. It was cold, <laughs> and then it was hot. You know what I'm saying? Right. Football, yeah. football sucks if you're not playing. Right. But um, so I was just like, man, I'm gonna just focus on pro day. I was like, man, I'm gonna show these guys on pro day that they messed up. Yeah. And. I remember um, my receiver coach at Cal PA came to me during our pro day. Mind you, it's 20 degrees outside. There's snow flurries. Oh, great. And I hope and all pro days outside. I was like, I don't care. In my mind, I was like, I don't care. I'm about to kill it because I was training my butt off with my trainer. I still got my same trainer. His nice. name is Josh Powell. Shout out to him. Yeah, for sure. Friend of the program. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I got shot. My, oh, is in front of the show for real? Uh, he is now. He is, he is now. now. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Call him. That's my boy. Anyway. Yeah. So I'm saying I was saying my butt off, but I, like I said, my coach at the time came up to me. He's Robert Stevens coach. He was like, uh, like basically apologizing, like man, it doesn't matter what happened this year, as long as you run a good forty and whatever. He was like, I know you can run, and, and we sorry we couldn't get you on the field that much, whatever. And I'm just like, man, whatever. Like I'm gonna show yeah. y'all. So I ran the forty because all the players knew that I was fast, so they mm-hmm. surrounded me. And, and when they when the scout seen them surround me, all the um, Scouts came up. Like, yeah. Who was this guy? Drew a crowd, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Drew a crowd. So I ran a 40. And uh, they won't tell you your time there, obviously. Okay. I mean, I don't know if that's obvious, but they, they don't tell you your time. Yeah. Okay. So I ran to the side. And my coach was like, man, you should run a 428. Yeah, I was like, what? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So that kind of woke people up. So I started getting uh, yeah. calls after that. Yeah, I started getting a whole bunch of calls from NFL teams. That's when I, like, the question, like, have anybody been incarcerated or anything yeah, like yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I may be paraphrasing on that. Make sure y'all well, state that I may be paraphrasing. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was something along those lines. And uh-huh. and I was like, uh, I mean, I got I got calls from, I think, 16 teams. Wow. 
and I, I mean, I blew my mind. I was like, man, I'm willing. Like, I never played football yeah. before. I don't know what the hell is going on. Four two eight though. But yeah, well, I'm sorry. <laughs> Ran a four two eight though, so. Yeah, yeah but you know, I mean, I thought I was just a, like a fast guy, but I guess fast mm-hmm. guys get a shot. Yeah, <laughs> so for sure. Um, like I said, yeah. Did you ask like, how did I get to the league? I'm sorry. Just asked like how your uh, your opportunity with the Steelers opened up. Okay, yeah, the opportunity with the Steelers. Like I said, um. I knew I used to work for a guy named Mel Blaine. He's a Hall of Famer for the Steelers. And I, like I said, I used to go to Bethany during the week, then go to work for him during the weekends. And I worked for him yeah. for seven years. So from a, from the age of 17 to I got my call uh, when I was 24. And, um, yeah, that was late. It's late for an NFL guy. But right. so uh, I didn't get any calls after the draft. Like, so we, we thought I was going to go at least after the draft, be a PFA. Sure. Didn't get any calls. Um so he called. He was like, "Man, I'm gonna call the Steelers and see if they give you a tryout." Like, I'm, I'm not gonna tell them to sign you anything. I can't do that. I don't have that type of pool. But yeah. uh, I can get you a tryout. I uh, got a tryout. Did well. They said, "Oh man, we can't sign you today." Or watch the school was your real short this. So I'm like, "Okay, that was my shot. I appreciate it. I'm gonna go find me a job." You know. Mm-hmm. And um, so a week later, they called me. They said, uh, "Hey, I was at the gym actually working with Josh Powers. Hey." Um, this is such and such from the Steelers, Kevin Colbert, I believe. Yeah, this still the GM. Kevin Colbert oh, from yeah. the Steelers. Yeah, um, uh, we're going to sign. How, how close are you to Pittsburgh? We're, we're going to sign you. I said, I can be in Pittsburgh. I can run up there if you need <laughs> yeah. me. To. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, I live right. 45 minutes away. I how close there. do you need me to be? Yeah, for real. So I ran home and I ran into the house. I, I, I don't. I mean, I don't know if this is part of this, which I wanted to hear. But I ran into the house. Yeah, go ahead. And I was, I was with my cousin. I was like. Ran into my mom sitting there on the couch. I'm like, yo, mom, I just got signed by the Steelers. He immediately started crying. Like yeah, it was imagine. it was amazing. It was yeah, that awesome. was the that was probably the, the best thing. Past the Super you know what I'm saying, past the Super Bowl and sure. all that. I think that was the best thing like that happened to me in my football career is just seeing that. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. That's it. It was probably tough. I mean, did you kind of like you were talking about being a little miserable earlier, but at that time when maybe you thought it was kind of over, like you said, you're like, thanks for my shot. You know, you, you may not have expected too much. I mean, was that kind of like uh, was that kind of like a hard time for you going through that trying to – Not at all. You were just kind not of – Not at all. I, could, I, was, I just wore it on my shoulder like, man, sure. sure. gave me a tryout. Like, yeah. I, this is more – this is further than anybody else made it in my neighborhood. Uh, I, I, I accept it. Yeah. That's cool. Fair. No, yeah, that's an awesome. that's an awesome way to take it. Yeah, I didn't have too too high expectations coming into this thing, man. Honestly, yeah. I mean, well, I, I guess for I somebody who just yeah, <laughs> right. I guess that's true for somebody who just kind of like it just I don't want to say lucked into it because there was a lot more than luck, but just to get started, kind of just happened to luck in. You happened to dunk on the head coach of the football team, and the rest everything of the just happened. Like they, I, I remember a couple people were like, "Man, the stars just aligned for you." Mm-hmm. And I kind of used that. You know what I'm saying? Like the stars aligned yeah. for me for some reason. I mean, I'm truly blessed. Truly sure. Favorite. Yeah, that's awesome. for sure. And just take us back a little bit into your mindset, like at that point in time with the Steelers. Like you'd only been playing football a few years. You're just scared getting... to death. Yeah, I can... scared to death. I'm sorry. I, I just, I'm telling you just now. No, right. No, I, mean, I can only imagine. <laughs> I guess the, the second part of my question is, so you're, like you said, scared to death, and now you're much more established in the league. So how has your mentality kind of evolved during your time in the NFL? What I was kind of star. I mean, not kind of. I was very starstruck. Uh, when I first got there, I didn't know. You know what I'm saying? I, I remember getting my helmet, going out for, for practice. Um, we didn't wear shoulder pads and stuff, but we're going out for OTA practice. And I'm just watching Big Ben warm up. 
with Antonio Brown. They're yeah. just playing catch. Then you know what I'm saying I'm watching Ike Taylor before you know AB went crazy. Like, he's doing backpedaling and whatnot. I'm in the same line as as uh, Antonio Brown right. and Marcus Wheaton. And I think that year we drafted uh, uh, what's his name, big guy. He's not in the league. He got Lyle uh, Sweet. His name? Huh? No, no. This Martavis Bryant. Martavis oh, Bryant. Right, yeah. yeah. So he's huge. Yeah. You know Antonio <laughs> yeah. Bryant's Antonio Bryant, and I remember Marcus Wheaton. He ended up being one of my better friends. But like, and DHB was there. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, yeah. that was somebody I, I heard of before, and I heard it about his speed. I was, I was starstruck. But um, after, so I played practice squad down there, then played practice squad in Atlanta the next year, and then I made the team. And once I made the team, I mean, the whole time I was like, man, I can play here. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm, I'm fast enough to play. I'm athletic enough to play. I just need to understand the game more. So once I start, like, really understanding the game more, and one, one person who changed my football life and altered my life, was my coach in, in uh, Atlanta. He seen something in me. His name was Marquard Emanuel. Shout out to him, too. I talk to him all the time. But um, he moved sure. me from receiver to DB, uh, like week 17 of my second year in the NFL. And, and and he was going to bat for me the whole time. Like, mm-hmm. okay, this guy has something here. And he uh, the next year I made the team. And I was, I was ultimately a special teamer, but I played some defense as well. He trusted me. He was like, man, you're my guy. I'll never forsake you. You said that all the time. And, okay. Yeah, I mean, he just trusted me and, and put me out there in situations that probably shouldn't have been out there, but I <laughs> end up showing up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I yeah. Played yeah. PBUs. I played against Aaron Rodgers in the regular season, and you know what I'm saying did did pretty well. It was just things like yeah. that. And then, I mean, he trusted me enough to play me in the Super Bowl. So that mm-hmm. that my, that changed my mentality a lot. Just playing. I mean, you have to play. Yeah. At certain, you know what I'm saying? You we, we went to Bethany. We didn't play in front of thousands of people. Yeah. You know, yeah. like that's yeah. that's. So once you once you get that out your head, I like, man, it's just a game. Then that helped change my mentality. That's awesome. Um, so you kind of talked on a little bit. It actually sounds like uh, it might be a, a great memory for you, but hopefully it's not a sore subject at all. But the first you mentioned it, big break in the NFL was with the Falcons in 2016. Um, you know, you guys make it to the Super Bowl. You played in 14 games and you made your first for your first career start. Um, so. First of all, how important was that season for you? I mean, obviously, you know, like you said, it changed your mindset and stuff, but maybe some more, you know, specifics that, you know, you just recall as being, like, turning points for you, I guess. And then ultimately just kind of what was the Super Bowl like overall? Like, I kind of <laughs> just want to hear, like, all about it. Yeah, okay, I got you. Um, and what was the first part of that question? You got me stuck on the Super Bowl part. No, oh, that year. Yeah, I had to change. I change. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> It changed my life. <laughs> right. It changed my life. Like, literally changed my life. Um, changed the life of my family as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, it made me into, I think, a better person. It it it, it, it allowed me to. I know you're talking football specific, but like yeah, it allowed everything. me to, to free up. You know what I'm saying? And, and mm-hmm. kind of, you know what I'm saying, give back to the community. That's something I always wanted to do. That's something my dad sure. did. So I wanted to, you know, follow in those footsteps. But uh, it freed up. It freed me up. Like. The, you know, like financial freedom is something. Yeah, right? it's it real. really is. No, yeah, sure. and I mean, I'm not. Um, and then uh, the Super Bowl. No, that was amazing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, that that was amazing, man. Um, we lost, but I mean, I didn't. I didn't take anything from my mm-hmm. life. Nobody wants to lose when we yeah. got a twenty-three game. But I mean, like I said, I'm from Willing, man. Right. I Super Bowl. And um, like the biggest thing about that, I was telling somebody today, like they took so much, say they took so good care of my family, 
down there. The Falcons did. Like, they're a great organization. Yeah. But, like, they, their memory of the Super Bowl is that how much fun they had. And that's one thing. You know what I'm saying? I'm family-oriented. And that's one thing yeah. that really struck a chord with me is, like, yo, they had a good time. I remember my stepdad was crying just to get the tickets. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He yeah. was crying again after we lost. But he was crying, like, yo, you know what I'm saying? Because he's yeah, a cute, good kind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a huge Steelers fan. Like, he's a huge mm-hmm. foot, sports fan. You know what I'm saying? But he's a Cowboys fan, obviously. But he's a huge sports fan. And for him to be able to go to uh, Super Bowl, like, be there, like, mm-hmm. said, it was just overwhelmed with emotions. And uh, that was the biggest thing with me. But, I mean, once once we hit overtime, though, I kind of knew we were going to lose. I hate to say it like that. Yeah, it's Brady. Yeah. Yeah. That situation. You could see, you could see it in Brady's eyes. He just turned into, like, a robot. I remember him looking, and he's huge. You yeah. never think he was like he's a legit six five six six. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And yeah, right. yeah, I, he just looked at me one time. I knew he was throwing at me. I was like, yeah, he's about to throw it. And that's when I got my PBU. And I was like, yeah, he looked at me like I'm a chump. I'm ready. Yeah, and um, yeah, yeah. No, nah, he he turned into something different, man. You could just see it. Like everything was working for him. Everything mm-hmm. was working for him. Dude yeah. caught the ball off somebody's foot. Like, yeah. It, 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 it is it moments like day. I think I even said I think I even I mean not that I was alone in that but people just watching seeing that stuff happen I think we were all thinking the same thing like this is just every every bounce everything is just falling the right way this is crazy how, yeah how is this going on right now man everything like I don't know they must have had a good prayer that night yeah, yeah. that's what yeah, that you had, I should say yeah. <laughs> yeah and I just did have one more kind of quick follow up I wanted to touch on so you kind of I think you kind of answered it a little bit, but uh, with your coach showing like that confidence in you, you know, it might have made it a little easier to make the position change. But I guess, you know, were there any nerves associated with that? You know, just being kind of wide receiver for, and especially being, you know, initially you said you were told not to play cornerback because you couldn't backpedal. Now you're right. in the NFL for a few years and they, you know, they want to make the change. Like, what was that? What was your initial reaction, I guess, to that? It was very nerve-wracking. I'm, you know, I still got to fight nerves sometimes. I mean, any DB mm-hmm. does, though. Yeah. But um, one thing, like, he all, he told me, man, he was like, man, you're an athlete. I'm like, this is mm-hmm. where athletes are supposed to be on this side of the ball. Like, I can, you said I'm fast. I can react, sure. like, stuff like that. And I, I'm a quick twitch player. So he was like, man, if you're just a raw athlete, be a raw athlete over here. And one thing that helped me, like, think about it, it was that I hate to get hit. Like, I got almost knocked out in a preseason game yeah. uh, with the Steelers. Mm. Yeah. Okay. So, I'm like, man, I'd rather hit somebody than get hit. I love sure. to tackle. Yeah, I'm not – you're not about to take my head off out here. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's one – I yeah. guess that might be the biggest reason, just a, a way to it's not get key. hit anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Low-key, I can wrap somebody's legs up real quick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, so I have a quick kind of follow-up to, like, the Falcons – me being with the Falcons, did uh, when you switched to defense, did you ever have to guard Julio in practice at all? Every that's what they that's what happened. That's what made them switch me to defense permanently. Yeah. Is we you know on practice squad sometimes we got to go both ways. Mm-hmm. So I I played receiver, but then like if they if a corner was tired, they would be like CJ go over there and play corner. So we play uh, cover three to where we just kind of keep everything underneath us and inside of us. So all I had right. to really cover was the sideline to, to the hash, and I right. had to be the deepest player. So I'm like, yeah, I can do this. I practice. So I was doing it, and then I was reacting well to Julio. I kind of knew the plays, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you, you but, can still yeah, not to use them. Right, right. But once we 
once they moved, started thinking about moving me over there, it was like, okay, guarding one-on-one. Like, we used to have one-on-one and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't, it wasn't like a huge mismatch. About you, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. About, yeah. Yeah. Kind of like, okay, well, he's, yeah, I kind of helped my own. I'm not saying I was knocking everything well, down, but I, I was in, could, yeah, I was I in the vicinity. Yeah. Like, you had to throw the ball high out or, you know what I'm saying? Like, it wasn't yep. like an easy catch and, catch and throw. And that's what kind of uh, sealed the deal and, and moved me over there. Man, Julio is an animal. Yeah, <laughs> freak of nature. Yeah, I was gonna say I, I feel like anybody holding their own against him would be yeah that would raise uh, a animal. Raise, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I mean you're gonna need some help now. You know what I'm saying? Right. One of these guys better be somewhere. Yeah. But, <laughs> <laughs> well, it, and then it, they'll get yelled at too if it's not. Yeah. So like everyone understands. He's he's respected league wide. So yeah, mm-hmm. uh, I, I feel good about I feel good about that story. For sure. <laughs> yeah, glad we got that one. Yeah, so, you know, it looks like you found a good situation with the Cowboys now as a valuable member of their special teams. But there was a rough stretch for you uh, there in 2018, bouncing around the league mm. for a little bit after being waived mm. by the Falcons mm. towards the end of 2017 season. Uh, how did you cope with that situation? With, and what was your agent telling you? Uh, we saw, you know, there was a stretch on May 1st, 2018. Arizona released you. And the next day, the Giants picked you up. And then less than two weeks later, the 49ers claimed you off waivers. Uh, what was that like dealing with that situation, and how does it feel, you know, to have a little bit more security in Dallas? Hey, man, honestly, I'm not going to give you the answer you want, but honestly, it was fun. <laughs> it was fun. I got to live. <laughs> I got to live in so many different cities, man. Like nobody wants to lose the job, but I could feel it coming though. Like mm-hmm. when, when Arizona got it, when I got released from the Falcons, I kind of seen it coming. Um, you know, when you start losing, they got to start doing stuff. Sure. Um, so I went to Arizona. I was comfortable comfortable there, but they got a new staff the next year. Um, I was yeah, valued there tough. on special teams until they got a new staff the next year, and I kind of I, I knew that dude didn't like me. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I went to New York. But I lived in Arizona for a couple of months. Have you ever been to uh, Phoenix? Yeah, you've seen the woman in Phoenix? Yeah, I, okay, I, enough said. And, yeah, then, yeah. and then I went to, where did I go? To New York, right? I was in New York, living in New York for a couple of weeks. I mean, for free. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> I can't. Argue, I can't argue that. Uh, I, was, I mean, right across the right across the river from New York, I guess in, in uh, Jersey, but New York for mm. two weeks for free. Okay. And then yeah. I moved to San Francisco. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I went to San Francisco for a uh, San Francisco so far, mm-hmm. but it was nice. I mean, it was kind of windy sure. in, in uh, Santa Clara, but it was nice, man. I, I enjoyed my time out there. Uh, I don't want to say too many bad things about the organization. It just didn't fit me. And I and I mm. kind of, you know what I'm saying, I kind of it reflected in my game because it didn't fit me. It sure. wasn't. I got gotcha. you. Yeah, yeah. And so uh, I got cut there and went to the Bengals. And Cincinnati wasn't as bad as I thought it was. Uh, you know, okay. I think of Cincinnati. I know, right? that's I'm thinking, like, surprising. Not, it's just trash. No, Cincinnati yeah. was a decent city. Yeah. <laughs> Are you anybody from Cincinnati? My bad. No, no. I know uh, Columbus, no, no. Ohio. Okay, yeah, I'm yeah. from Columbus, you know, you so I. When you think of Cincinnati, you think of you think of Columbus all dirt. No, I think Columbus is better. Nah, it wasn't a bad time. I was on practice squad in Cincinnati for I think five weeks, and that and it got claimed by Dallas, and that was my childhood team. So, um, like I said, I haven't really had a bad moment in the NFL as long as I'm in it. And I, yeah. As long as I want to play and I get to be in the NFL, like we can mm-hmm. play. Sure. Yeah, yeah, it's a blessing. 
I was, awesome. I was surprised, like looking at like you know your Wikipedia page and doing our research. I was expecting more of like an up and down journey, but it seems like you know you're very optimistic and like you know positive oh, throughout the journey. Ben, I walked on <coughs> right. to play football my senior year. Yeah, yeah I sure. cannot complain. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> that's complain. definitely I look fair. At everything like that, man. Well, yeah, I guess that's, I, that's, I think what's impressive, too, I guess, yeah. and I, maybe this is just me, but. Like for that to be, it sounds like your attitude, like consistently, like, I agree with you, like, you know, walking on and everything, like you're just happy to be here, but being in the league for, you know, not many people can say they've been in the league as long as you, like, you would think at some point that attitude might like change or something. But I just think what's kind of impressive is, you know, like you have said this whole interview, it's like every day that you have in there that you want to play is just, you know, it's just that blessing. No, I, I I appreciate that, man. I really do. And uh, one of my coaches told me that in uh, – no, he told me that in a negative way, though. He said that mm. this was in Pittsburgh, my second year, going into my second year in Pittsburgh after uh, before I got released. He said, man, do you think you deserve to be here or are you just happy to be here? And I, and I stuck with me. I'm like, man, really? That makes a lot of sense. So I'm both. Yeah, like, you can be yeah, I'm yeah. happy to be here, but I know I should be here. Like, mm-hmm. I know I'm athletic enough. I know I can play football well enough yeah. to be in the NFL. So it's not like I don't think I deserve to be here, but, right. I mean, I'm still blessed. Sure. <laughs> you know? Sure, yeah. yeah. And that to be, I guess, like the primary, like, for, yeah, not to, like, imply, obviously, you didn't, like, think you should be there, but for even despite that, your biggest thing, just being, you know, just happy to be here. You said you like providing for your family, all that stuff, like, for that taking the priority, I think, is what's yeah. like, you know, it's, Absolutely. it's cool. I appreciate that. Thank you. No problem. Thanks. Yeah. Thank you, man. And not to get too off track, but I, so I'm personally a Steelers fan. My dad's from Pittsburgh. So I have a couple of questions on just Big Ben and AB that, you know, their names have been a little, I mean, controversial, I guess, the last couple of years, especially Antonio Brown. But what's your personal experience with those two guys? Great guys. <laughs> Wonderful guys. Okay. And that's, and that's my honest opinion. Like, yeah. I would I wouldn't give you anything negative anyway, but right. that's really my <laughs> honest opinion. Because sure. they're great guys. Um, AB kind of took me under his wing when I when I got there and was playing receiver. Uh, he used to call me. Uh, <laughs> he used to call me. He used to call me little dude. Like <laughs> little like, and I'm bigger than him. Yeah. But I was always skinny. Yeah. He, every time he see me, he'd be like little dude, little man. Like man, you're little. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. he took me under his wing, man, and and he's the hardest working person I've ever seen mm-hmm. in in NFL. He's the mm-hmm. hardest working. Like he'll take a he'll catch a ball and go score in practice. Every time he catches mm-hmm. the ball, he has yeah. to, it could be we could be backed up, and mm-hmm. he's catching the ball at practice and scoring full speed it's crazy. every yeah. time. Yeah. Um, like I said, he's a, I, I I honestly believe he's a great guy. I don't know what's going on. I don't really watch like sports media or anything like yeah, that. But sure. you know, his name comes up every once in a while. We actually shared the same agent. But his name comes up, uh, uh, you know, every once in a while. And I just know him as being a great guy, like, mm-hmm. to me, yeah. in person. Right. You know what I'm saying? And uh, uh, quick story about Ben. Uh, this is what tell you enough about him, what, how, what I think of him. Uh, yeah. My dad died in 2015. And sorry. we had – no, sorry. And then we had uh, – he died in March. So we so we go we go to off-season workouts and stuff, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, at the end of March. And I go in there. Because uh, I had to miss a day to go to, you know, sure. his, his stuff, his services and stuff. Go in there, and the first person would say, hey, man, I'm sorry to hear about your dad. It must have been Roethlisberger. Wow. Yeah. So I'm a practice squad player. Yeah. And Ben Roethlisberger said, I'm sorry to hear about your dad. So that, right. that, that, tells, you, that tells you what I think of him. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, it's a cool story. Yeah. 
For sure. And then, um, you know, we're getting towards the end of the podcast now. So, you know, going ahead to present day a little bit, um, you know, just two months ago, you signed another one-year deal, deal with the Cowboys after leading the team in special teams tackles last season. Um, but again, there's still a little uncertainty entering the upcoming season, you know, new coach Mike McCarthy, Dax contracts situation, plus COVID-19 and, you know, all these current complications. Um, you touched on it a little bit at the top, but what's your, you know, daily quarantine routine looking like? And what's your mindset going into the season with everything that's going on? Okay, my daily quarantine uh, situation is uh, I woke up, I wake up at uh, whatever and, and get to the gym by 8, 830. Uh, it varies sometimes. Sometimes mm-hmm. I'm sleeping, but yeah, yeah eight from eleven to one every day, and then work out again at the field. Uh, we got to find the field around here. So today we did. We went to the YMCA. Shout out to them. Okay. Um, Shout out. <laughs> I'm, I'm plugging everybody. No, but yeah, we went to the I'm willing. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so I took a, we took a couple kids out there, high school kids, college kids out there, worked out with them. And then, like, we ride bikes. So we, we, we vary from riding bikes to jogging uh, sure. later on in the day. So we try to get at least three workouts a day. And what you say after that? I'm sorry. What was the next question? Oh, the certain the, the season, you said? Yeah, just your mindset going to the next season. You know, new coach, some complications with COVID. Uh, I mean, to me personally, I, I every year I got to make the team. Uh, I just, it's just the type of player I am on my special teams. Yeah. Player, even though I was, I'm a better special teams player. I still gotta prove myself every year. Right. Um, I'm still, I'm still on the bubble. I know that. You mm-hmm. saying that it's been, it's been seven years. I've been, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I gotta prove myself. So that's my mindset. That's first and foremost in my mind. And then uh, the new coaching staff, I gotta prove myself to them. Uh, even though they signed me back, uh, they gave me a little bit of guaranteed money. I still, you know, that's chump change to them. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But I mean, I think uh, we might be going back here soon. I know they got, they just announced today that the coaches get to go back uh, next week. So. We just gotta stay on our stay on our P's and Q's, man. We gotta yeah. know our defense because we're a little behind the eight ball because we got a new coaching staff, new defense, new, new you know. So right. we gotta stay on the eight ball and just be ready, you know, whenever whenever they make the call, and we gotta go back. Sure. All right. So I think that's all we have uh, for the you know conventional questions, and we did save some uh, some of those rapid fire questions uh, for the end of the. Uh, so similar to what we did at the beginning, yeah, there you go. Uh, we'll be a little lighter. Keep, try to keep you on your toes, nothing too crazy. Um, but you ready to wrap this up? Let's do it, man. I'm having fun. Uh, so on that note, actually, who is the funniest player you've ever played with in the NFL? Oh, man, this is tough. There's a, a lot of funny guys. But you can go right top now, three. Top three, okay. At no particular order. No. Okay. no. Um, so I got uh, Jordan Lewis. Number okay. twenty-seven, hilarious. All right. uh, Cheeto Bay Awuzie uh, okay. for the uh, for the same team, hilarious. Okay. And my yeah. boy, he's one of he's one of my better friends. <laughs> he's one of my better friends in the league. You probably won't know his name, but he plays for the Falcons. I'm forty-one. His name is Sherrod Neesmith. Oh, no, I got okay. four. I got four. I got okay. Four. Oh, yeah, yeah, come on, come on. Mount Rushmore. And what'd you say? Mount Rushmore, like top four. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Four. And then. Uh, Desmond Trufant. <laughs> yeah. Shout, shout yeah, out he, all them. Shout yeah, out. shout out everybody. But yeah, they, show. those guys are hilarious, man. It's yeah. uncomfortable oh, being yeah. around them. Yeah. <laughs> um, so if you weren't playing in the NFL, what would you be doing in life right now? If I wasn't playing in the NFL, I would be a couple things, actually. I never really stood for one thing. But I would be in real estate. I would 
try to be a, a real estate mogul. Honestly, I want to sure. do that. I always wanted to do that. Um, mm -hmm. Still learning about that. I also would run a foundation. Okay. Um, I always wanted, like I said, I always wanted yeah. to get back to my community. Yeah. I mean, those those two are my main goals. Those Not two are my goals. Yeah. Not bad. Yeah, I don't want to sound like a saint because I am a sinner, but <laughs> who isn't? Right? It's all good. So, what is the best part about playing for the Dallas Cowboys? This could be our ticket to see Jerry Jones. Um, Jerry Jones is the best part about playing for the Cowboys, of course. No, Jerry Jones is a good guy, though. I broke yeah, my arm, and he was the first person to be like, "Okay, you'll be fine." I'm like, ooh, mm -hmm. ooh. I'm like, Jerry, do you even know my name? This is this is crazy. <laughs> yeah. But no, um, like I said, I grew up. My whole family's Cowboys fans, man. Uh, and like I said, I'm very family oriented, and mm -hmm. just to get that call from the from the Cowboys and see my family go crazy, yeah, this is nuts. And everybody needs a ticket to the Cowboys Steeler game for some reason. But yeah, it's funny how that works. Yeah, it's funny how that works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right. So out of all the NFL head coaches you've played for, who gives the best pregame speeches? Mm. Oh no, easy, easy. Yeah, that's pretty easy. Um, Garrett. Ooh, yeah, wow. he's Jason. like a philosopher, man. Really? He's like, yeah, yeah. He, 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 you can tell, like, he's very good at being front and center. Sure. He loves himself, if that yeah. makes sense. But, yeah, like, he, <laughs> okay. he loves hearing himself talk, and he'd be up As there. As benefits. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> he's, he's very good at it, man. What's been your – what's been the best moment in your career? Oh, oh man. That would – apart from getting signed the first time. Sure. Um, playing playing pretty well in in the Super Bowl. Yeah. Uh, yeah, doesn't, doesn't get too much bigger than that. <laughs> Wait, I'm sorry. Doesn't get too much bigger than that Super Bowl. Uh, no, no. It would have been. It'd have been nice to get that ring, but right. Know, yeah. Packers can't be choosers. Yeah. It's crazy stuff happened. Um, <laughs> what's your uh, What's your favorite football movie? And if it's too hard to pick one, maybe just give like a few of the like maybe a top two or three. Oh no, that's easy too. Who's that? Little Giants. All right, so last thing we got for you, uh, not sure if you've seen this before, you may not have, because uh, you said you maybe don't look at a lot of media, but your Wikipedia picture, have you seen it? <laughs> I don't recall, I've probably seen it, I don't recall it though. Okay, do, Ben, do you have it by you, chance? Yeah, I got a picture. Uh... Okay, what, what's, going, <laughs> what's going on? Hey, they dropped, they, we was in the stretch line, right? I got my arms, though. Don't they? I wasn't hey, a little I'm just, guy. I'm just yeah. saying. Oh, no, okay. I have no legs. I, I have no legs, but you see my arms out there. Um, We were in the stretch line. Yeah, that okay. was the stretch line. I was stretching. Uh, I, You know, it looked like I was balding, but I always looked like <laughs> yeah. that. That's why I had to grow my hair out. <laughs> so we got to – so do we have to reach – do you want us to reach out to the people at Wikipedia and, like, get that changed? Guys, There's got to be a better one out there. First of all, anybody can have a Wikipedia page. I can do my own Wikipedia page. Don't get, try to dance me up. <laughs> <laughs> we got to get that changed. That that, that can't but, be your – that can't okay. be the page. Please somebody change it. Okay. Yeah, you guys want to – yeah. We'll take that on for you. Yeah, we'll take that on for you. We could definitely do that. <laughs> I like it. All right, CJ, I think, you know, that's pretty much all we have for you, unless you have anything else for us. You know, we really appreciate you joining us again, and, you know, you're you're free to come First on the podcast, podcast anytime, for sure. Yeah, no, I appreciate you guys. No, man, uh, thank you, man. Thanks for the invite, man, anytime. Uh, like it's I awesome. said, man, it was fun. This was very fun. Sure. Yeah, and once things kind of, you know, get back to normal, maybe once you guys get uh, get kicking again, we'll, we'll have you back on for sure, get an update on things. Yeah, indeed, man. Holla at me. Yeah, it's Kate Weezy and we back. The rise to the throne. And the
Yeah. Ben Franklin's. Ben Franklin's. I got so much money, it's like I own a money tree. All these people phonies just wanna be like me. Your baddest girl be all on my D. The stuff you pay for from me, it's free. Because I got Ben Franklin's, I got Ben Franklin's. No need for hating, I'm not a doctor, I ain't got patience. All I got is papers and a lot of haters. Shout out to my home dog, they all got prayers.